Tell you what, devil got another black out of night. Hallelujah. Love to see that. Love to see it when the devil gets a black eye like that. Tell you what, the Lord's good to us. I'm sitting there seeking God and praying and asking him what he'd have for us to bring tonight. And he's uh he laid these things on my on my heart right here. I tell you. If we hadn't all noticed the world's in a mess out there. It's just in a mess. I mean a big mess. I see a lot of stuff, and it's just sometimes it's unreal, the things you see, you know. And it all started, Troy, it all started from where the church stepped back. And I swear it started there, Brother Fred. I swear it started there. Over in Psalms chapter number 1, it says, you know, we don't walk into the council of the ungodly. You know, and somewhere along the line, 50, 60 years ago, these churches started stepping back off of that, trying to change their Bibles, trying to get more crowd in, trying to do the things from the world's ways, trying to do all these things that, that, that the world wants to do to appease the crowd of the people. And in doing so, now we've got to a part today and a point to where half of them, they have none effect. They, ain't got, they, they have none effect. They, they're more interested in Celebrity talk show. Right. They'll, they'll, they'll give you pamphlets in their church telling you to look for this one, call on this one, go talk to that and watch this one at 3 o'clock, watch this one at 2 o'clock. When the fact of the matter is they need to be preaching Jesus to you, yeah. preaching yeah. Jesus continually to them. And they want to say, go, go get this celebrity talk show, go get this self-help program, go get this 12-step program. Do these things right here. I'm telling you, instead of going to the author and the finisher of everything there ever was, they want to go give you all this other stuff. This is what they do. I'm, I'm telling you, I know. I watch them do it. Hey, I've been to prison. I'm telling you, too many times have I watched them come in there. They'll come in in the name of Jesus, but they'll want to hand you every pamphlet there ever was for this guy and this guy and this guy and this program and this program and this program. And never once tell me, never once they ever tell me, hey, Hey, all you got to do is call out on Jesus. He'll fix those problems. I'm telling you. Hey, I'm glad I didn't have to depend on a man to come in there and tell me those things. I depended on the Holy Ghost. He come to where I was at. He come and showed me what it was. Hey, an obedient man came that day. Don't get me wrong. But I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost of God was the one done the drawing power. The one that pulled me out of there. The one that said, hey, you need to come hear what this man's got to say. Couldn't tell you what he said. But I know what it done in my life. It changed my life. He came to where I was at. He came to where I was at. Jesus came to where I was at. And he changed my life for me. And I look at those things. I look at what goes on today in this world. The Bible teaches us, you know, woe to them and go down to Egypt for help. It's woe to that. But nowadays, that's, that's the first place that a lot of places will send them. That's the first place that when you ask somebody about those things, you can go ask a good Christian person. You can go ask a man of God in some places what they call themselves. You can go ask them those things. And Chase, the first place they want to tell you to do, hey, you know what? I know a good one. He's right over yonder. You know, I go, you know, they, we, well, hey, whatever happened, let's, let's talk to the Lord first. Let's call out on Jesus. Just a little talk with Jesus. I mean, what about happened to all that? He'll tell him all, tell him all about our troubles, and he'll help us. What, about, what happened to those things? What happened to those things? 
It's gone by the wayside. Here we are in these 2023. 20, That's why it's so important that we, here we are doing the right thing in the right church with the right way, worshiping in spirit and in truth, doing the right things. We've got to continue to do these things. We've got to continue on. For this very reason, we've seen the perfect example tonight. We've seen a perfect example of true worship, right worship, right way, right Bible, right thinking, right way. Come in here with the right spirit and the right mind in one accord doing the right thing, and the soul come down here and got saved tonight. I'm telling you, you can't get no better than that right there. That's what it's all about right there. That right there, that is just something that God wants us to see to let us know. Here we are today that we're doing the right thing. That this is the right way. We heard about souls getting saved at camp. We heard about souls getting saved in other places like that. But I'm telling you, it's right here. We've seen it tonight. This is what it's all about. This is why the right way is so important. This is why standing in the gap and doing the things the way God has, has set it up time and called for us to do it. This is the reason it's important to do those things. Is because of that very reason. Because there are souls that's going to need to be saved, still need to be saved. They're weighing as we speak. Oh, let's see. Where to start at? I don't even know. <laughs> got so many places marked. I don't know. Let's see. Let's go to 2 Peter chapter number 2. 2 Peter chapter number 2. And in thinking about this awful mess that this world is in, thinking about how churches have stepped back over time, and, and, and here we are today, and we'll get into all that just here in a minute, but it's, it's gradually come to where we are today, to where, like I've said many times, teaching Sunday school and stuff, just that people just don't even care about what, what God said. Don't care about the Word of God. Don't care about the things of God, Troy. They don't care about any of those things. They don't care. I mean, you can tell them what the Bible says. And I've had people look at me just here in the last week and look at me like I just slapped right. They, 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 they really don't care. They do not care what God has to say. And it's a crying shame to me. It's a crying shame that they've come along in their life. These are late 20s, early 30s young men, and, and, and they've come this far in their life, and they've never, ever understood, Robert, the value of knowing that. I mean, I was a lost man, and I knew, Katie, that there was a value about Jesus. There was something about that name that had so much power. Even when I was lost, I understood that there was power in that name. It's to the fact that we wouldn't even go down the road and pull into the church drinking. I said, man, don't you pull in that church? Man, what's wrong with you? You better go down the road somewhere and turn around. We ain't going to go up in there doing that. And I was lost man, lost man doing this. But I'm telling you, that's the power that Jesus has in that name. But these young men today, I've talked to so many of them, they, they, they don't have a care in the world. It's all about where the money's coming from and if they'll make it to tomorrow. It's craziness to me. It's craziness. Second Peter chapter number 2 says this. Verse number 1. Listen to that. I just want to try to put into something in relation to where we are now. But there were, <clears throat> but there were false prophets also among the people even as there shall be false teachers among you. Listen to this. Listen to what to do. Who privately, privily, if how you want to pronounce that, shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. They're doing these things. They started that years ago, doing these things, basically privately. Basically, they had this... Extra doctrine, if you will, they had back here. They had one, 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 one they got out in front of the church and they preached all the time, and they had another one they had back here 50, 60 years ago. 
Then they started bringing this thing out here privily into the people. Like, let me show you about this. Let me tell you about this. Hey, if you looked at this new kind, let me show you this word of God right here. This is a new style right there. Let's bring it in there. Now, now, here we are today, all these years later. You say it was 1960-something when it started. Here we are 60 years later. Now, these things right here are just open and prevalent. Open and prevalent. They wouldn't, I mean, you try to tell somebody about the King James Bible, and they'll look at you like you're crazy. I mean, I've actually talked to people about Tyler, they don't even know what a King James Bible is. <clears throat> but you can ask them about the NIV, and they'll have to spouting out at you about what that is. They've, they've missed it. Nobody's ever taught them these things that are right. Nobody's ever led them in the direction that is right. Because the people, for whatever reason it was, Robert Money or fame, fortune, uh, physician, whatever that case may be, this is what they, they, they've cited not to bring the truth and to bring something else. But right here he says it's going to bring upon them swift destruction. Verse number 2 says this. And many shall follow their pernicious ways. And I, and I looked that up because I really wanted to understand what pernicious meant. It just meant it was harmful. Harmful effect. It's, listen, this is what it says. Especially in a gradual or subtle way. And that pernicious ways have been started all those years ago. Just gradual and subtle. And then now here we are today. And everything runs around openly. You know, just openly have a denying, openly have a... Uh, hatred toward the word of God and the things of God is openly because it started off way back sometime or another where people just said, you know, we're not going to do it. And that go, hey, this, hey, it's not just one person. It's just not one church. It's everybody. Hey, and I'm probably in the bandwagon myself. Hey, I, I, I never just, hey, I get up here and preach about it all the time. But how many times do I go out and stand up for it on the corner out there? How many times do I go out and stand up for it when it's somewhere else? How many times do I go up and stand up and say, this is right and that is wrong? Hey, how many times do I do that? I mean, I look at that thing myself, preacher. We all have that. We all have to evaluate these things amongst ourselves. I'm telling you. I, I know. It. Hey, I'm telling you. Hey, well, that's a good thing. But, I'm, but you look at it and you wonder how it got here. And it's easy to see if we go back and just evaluate how it went, how it went. Coming supperly. It's moved right along. Nobody just throws a bucket of water on the fire right quick like that. No. And, they, and you not know it. Now, somebody may pour it over here, and they'll run over and eventually start putting the fire out, and finally the fire just dies on out. Then you're going to say, man, how'd that fire get out? But nobody's just going to douse it with a bucket of water, and you not know it. Verse number three says this. Let's, let's, let's finish verse number two. And many shall follow their pernicious ways. Listen to this. By reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. By the very reason, that right there, by how they come in there subtly, they come in there just easing on and through there in that pernicious way he's talking about. Now it's come to the time that this way is evil spoken of. Yeah. I, I, they call me a hater because yeah. I, I want to stand on the word of God. They call me, they call me somebody that, that, don't, that hates a person because they're color because I want to stand on the word of God. Never said a thing about color. Never said nothing. Never entered, never entered the equation. But yet I'm hating them because I want to stand on the word of God. Oh, if you're going to do that, if, you're going, if you go to a Baptist church, there's no way in the world, you, you, you must be a racist. <laughs> Why do you say that? Why, where did that come from? Y'all looking at me pretty funny, too. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just saying, that's right. I, I deal with these kind of people every day. And they say those things because somebody's programmed it in their mind. But that's what that is. Anybody that, anybody that loves God hates you. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Y'all looking at me funny tonight, but I'm just telling you the absolute truth here. Verse number three says this, And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now 
of long time lingereth not, and their damnation stumbleth not. I'm telling you, they've, they, they've, come, they've come to that point to where these, these things right here, it says it'll make, they make feigned words. With feigned words, they make this merchandise. That's what they do. They make mockeries. Brother Tracy was talking about a mockery up here. They had opening in some ball game or something. Wasn't it? I didn't know nothing about it. Yeah. it a, had some mockery. They just sit there and mock a, a Christian's life, mock a Christian's ways, mock those things because they, they, they think this is something to laugh about. They think this is something uh, because we serve God that we're something to laugh about. Or, or if we want to stand on the Word of God that those things are something to laugh about this day in which we live. And, hey, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. It's time for us to stand up and continue on moving forward. Yes, what we're doing. We've been doing this for a long time, and I'm telling you, we, we're doing the right thing. I told him in Sunday school just this morning, this is the right way. We need to continue moving in the right way, continue doing the right thing. It's not that we need to change anything. We just need to continue doing what we're doing. Continue moving forward. Continue living for God. Continue doing these things the way God would have us to do it. This is what needs to be done. Now, it ain't time to step back. It ain't time to sit to the side. It ain't time to put away the old ways. It ain't time to, wait, to draw back under those things. Because the Bible talks about drawing back under perdition. There's too many that's done that already. We need to move forward under the great things of God and what he had for you. Now let's turn over to 2 Timothy chapter number 4. But I tell you, as those churches done those things years ago, they just stepped away. They turned away from what, 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 what the principles of the Word of God said. Turned away from those things, you know, that, that, to a point to where here we are today, and nobody has the confidence in the church that they did all those years ago. And it's because of that wishy-washy, drawed back way. They don't have that confidence no more. I'm telling you, well, hey, the confidence you'll have on something like that right there, when you see it draw back and you see it change and you see it become wishy-washy, you'll lose the confidence in that right there. I'm just going to tell you. Anything, anything as far as that goes. 2 Timothy chapter number 4, and this is where we really want to get to here. Listen to what it says. This is where, this is where we are today. And this is what we need. And this right here, we look at this and we read this all the time, we think this is for preachers, but this is for, it is for preachers, but it's for all too. It's for all to live our lives, to go out, to be the witness we need to be in a lost and dying world, to live our lives and be true to the word of God, true to the things of God, true to the way of God. But this right here is going to help when we go out. Preachers especially, we're going to go out and we're going to have to be mindful of this scripture right here. It says, I charge thee therefore before God, and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. It's time, preachers, we preach the word. It's time we preach the word and we tell them the truth, always telling them the truth. It's time as a church member that we just stand up and live for God and do what's right, always. Not saying that we don't, but we need to continue on doing those right, things. Continue right. moving. This is the right way. I'm going to tell, tell it till I die. This is the right way. I'm telling you, I haven't heard too many people. You, in, you mentioned to them that you're an independent fundamental Baptist and they automatically look at you. Either they get big-eyed or they get rolled-eyed. One or the other. But they don't, they don't want to hear that part right there. They think this right here is some old-fashioned way, like we're all like a, a bunch of Quakers up in here or whatever. And, and, and we walk around with long beards and looking crazy. When in fact, the matter is, we just want to really follow the Word of God. We just want, all we want to do is take our King James Bible, and we want to live our King James Bible, and we want to please God in our life. That's all. That's what a Christian's life is about. And that's what I hate. And our heart's desire is to do that. And I believe we do that around here. And we do not need to change that. We need to continue on doing exactly what we've been doing, following God, doing the things that are right. Hey, preachers, preach. 
Tell them. Hey, yeah. I tell them. Yeah. I'm telling you, I've been, I've been where I've worked at now for almost a year. I'm telling you, they done grown to learn in a year. If you don't want to know, don't come ask. Because I will preach to you. I'll tell them. I'll tell them exactly the way it is. I don't care what color they are. Or what, it don't want different to me. I ain't looking at the color. I'm just going to tell them. They need to know. You, if, you, if you didn't, and they get mad at me sometimes, and I say, well, if you didn't want to know, why'd you ask me? Why did you even bother to ask me if you didn't want to know? If you was going to get mad at me, why'd you bother to ask me? All I want to try to do is help you. All I want to try to do is tell them. That's my heart's desire is to help God's people and help the lost see Jesus on the cross. That's, what I, that's my heart's desire. I want them to understand that. They don't have to live 38 years like I did lost. They don't have to go through life that long and, and be lost and be just miserable and be that way. You don't have to do that. You can call out on Jesus today. Today is the day of salvation. That's what I want them to know. Hey, I'm telling you. <clears throat> Verse number two says, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. That's where we need to get to take this doctrine that's right. Don't sidestep it. Don't sugarcoat it. Just, hey, don't, don't go out with malice in our hearts, but go out with ready to let them know, hey, this is the truth. I base my life on what this says. I'll bank my life on what this says. Like I've said many times, all my eggs are in this one basket right here. And I, I ain't got a whole, I ain't got an extra dozen. I'm sitting over here for this and an extra dozen over for that. I put it all right here. I put it all in my, in my Christian walk. I put everything I had in the Word of God. I put everything I had in my salvation. I put everything I had in this church and all you people that I love so much. I put everything I had to come here because I want to serve here. I want to worship here. I want to seek God here. I want us to get do the things God would have us to do here. And I'm telling you, this is what's going to make a difference right here. Taking this word of God and apply it to our hearts and our lives, using it each and every day. I'm telling you. And I'm not going to change it. I'm going to continue to keep my eggs in that one basket always because I know this is right. Trust me. I've tried many things, many things in my life and seen many different ways. And trust me, I know this is right. Nothing's ever made me feel as good as this makes me feel. Nothing's ever made me feel as good as being saved. Nothing's ever made me feel as good as reading the word. God, let me read a book. I remember when I was in the ninth grade, I think it was, eighth grade. I don't know how old I am now. Whenever the Karate Kid come out, they made us read a book called the Karate Kid. I hated to read, but it was this little old thin book. It had about 88 pages in it. It took me forever to read that book. But I finally read that book, and that's the only other book I ever read in my life except for this one. The only other book I ever read in my life. And probably the only other book I'm ever going to read besides this one. But I still don't like to read, but I love to read the Word of God, though. Love to read. I can pick this book up and, get, and just get immersed in it. Just get immersed in it. Hours will slip by sometimes. Sometimes hours will slip by, and I won't even realize it. I mean, it'll be like, my wife has come by sometimes. You going to bed? Yeah, I guess I will. What time? Oh, it's after 10. Oh, really? But yeah, man. Karate Kid. Can y'all believe that? Y'all remember that movie? Some of y'all, some of y'all, some of y'all don't even remember that movie. That's, that's crazy. But that's the only other book I ever read. Wouldn't pick up a book and read no, I wouldn't read no book. But I'm telling you, this right here has so much power that when it starts to speak to me, speak to my heart, when it starts, when God starts revealing things to me and letting me see these things down there, and, and so, this comes alive for me. 
that I, I, it, it's just, I can't stop sometimes. It's just like, man, this is great. This is great. This, this, is, what I, this, this is what I've been needing. This is this, what I've been needing. Purely what I've been needing. Preach the word. This is verse number two. Be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. Listen to this. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Lord, Lord, Lord. If we ain't there today, if we hadn't got to that time today, well, they're not going to endure sound doctrine. They don't want to hear. I mean, there's churches you can go to. There's some people that I know that say they go to a Baptist church. And they look at you a little bit sideways when you're talking about Jesus is the only way. They got that. They got that little crazy look, man. What other way? Hey, what other way you gonna go then? I mean, whatever way you've been taught, whatever way you've been preached to. What? Tell me, I want to hear. I want. I mean, not that I want to go that way. I just want to understand what people are even saying nowadays. How can this be? We're in a Baptist church over there, and they're telling, they're looking at it like that. They're changing things like that. They're doing these kind of things. I'm telling you, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. They won't even endure what's sound no more. I'm telling you, what is sound and what's right. Everything we have is banked on this right here. Everything we have is built on this right here. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. I'm telling you, this will stand when the world's on fire. And people will just sit it to the side, throw it down. There's, men, there's, there's, there's too many churches with men up behind pulpits tonight. Just, they, 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 they set it up there to the side and they opened up something else. Put it over here, left it closed, opened up some tablet. Put it over here, left it closed, opened up some notebook. I mean, come on, man. This is what we got to do. Let, hey, let these young folks see you picking up that word of God. Let this thing be dear. Let this thing be wonderful to us. Let this thing be something that they know that means so much to us. Not just something that, hi, right, we're going to sit it over here and we're going to read that this other thing. Don't need that right there. I'm going to take my notebook and do that. I'm going to take my tablet and do this. No, man, grab this right here. Let them see how precious it is. I told them in Sunday school this morning, as a matter of fact. I was telling them, there may come a time when they take this out of my hand. There may come a day when they say, I can't have this no more. But I'm telling you, I want to have so much of it in here. Not so much in here, but in here that it wouldn't make no difference if they didn't. But until they do, I'm going to tote it. I'm going to tote it. I want people to know that I love my Bible. I want people to know that I love the Word of God. I want people to know that. Because they'll ask questions as why then. Why does that make such a difference to you? I said, let me tell you what it did for me. Let me tell you what Jesus did when he saved me. But let me tell you what his word did when I started reading. I'm telling you, how wonderful is that? For there will come a time, this is verse number three. For there will come, for, for the time will come, excuse me, when they will not endure sound jobs. Listen here. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers Having itching ears. Man, there we are today. I tell y'all every day about that. Watch that cowboy channel at night. I tell them in Sunday school all the time. And then I, I love them cowboy movies. I'm going to watch them cowboy movies. But in the morning, when you cut the TV back on, it, it goes from the cowboy movies over to the whatever, Pentecostal church will put that thing in there. They got a $58 seed money, sell you a handkerchief and everything. It's all on the same channel in the morning. That's what they do. So every morning I hear old Mike Murdoch for trying to sell me a $58. Plant your $58 seed money. You know what I mean? I, I, mean, I tell them all the time, Paul, I said, nobody, I, you, you won't show me one place in that Bible where Jesus said, you're looking for a healing? $58. $58, you're going to get your healing. You ain't going to find it. You ain't going to find it nowhere. Matter of fact, he said, he told Peter, he said, you run down there, you throw a hook out there and you catch one. 
And when you come then, you pull that piece of money out of his mouth and you go pay the taxes for me and for you. He said, he don't need He'll pull money out of fish mouth. He don't need no $58. But I'm telling you, I hear this all the time. These, they, 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 they've just, they've heaped into themselves these type things. They're heaping to themselves these teachers, Chase. They're having these itching ears because, and what that means, what they're saying with that is there's a way that they want and they'll go around listening and with them itchy ears until you tell me what's right. And if you won't, I'll go over here and you tell me what's right. And if you won't, I'll go over here until you tell me what's right until I finally find a place to get what I want. And then I'll say, oh, look where God has led me. I'm, Lord have mercy. You know, and that, that God, God ain't got, he ain't nowhere near that. He led you here. He led us to our King James Bible. Hey, hey, sometimes it rubs us the wrong way. Sometimes, hey, it, sometimes it, it, you take it, it pours on like honey. And sometimes it comes out there and it's just what it says it is, sharpen a two-edged sword. And it nicks us sometimes and cuts us like they do when we're shaving our faces and stuff. I'm telling you, but I'm telling you, if we'll learn to take it as the Word of God, and that's what it is that's going to help us and it's going to strengthen us. That, 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 we, we, we won't worry about those little times. Because I'm telling you, that he's only doing that for our own good. He's only letting that thing come out and that sword, give a little cut, a little, hey, get it right. He, he only does that so we'll understand he loves us enough to correct us. Tell him, we've been talking about that a lot here lately too. Well, the time will come when they... They will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Listen to this right here. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned to fables. These are the things that we're coming through today. This is where we are. And I read it all like that because I want us to see the struggle that we're in. Years ago, years ago, Christianity and churches and stuff, they stepped away from standing on what was right, being firm and being faithful. Not being overbearing, but just being firm and faithful and right to where things slipped away and slipped away and slipped away. Toward the day, here we are in 2023, hey, things have got out of hand. And you get churches like us that's going to stand on what's right with our King James Bible and our right way of worship and doing these things telling you there's going to be there's going to be ruffled feathers here there's going to be ruffles over there there's going to be scoffers and mockers and all those things, there's going to be those things but I'm telling you what we have to do is we, because they've turned away to all these fables and stuff, now we have to stand firm and faithful because if we don't, if we falter in the first least little bit, first and foremost they won't never get saved secondly, these young ones are going to see us falter they're going to see us move away. They're going to see us step to the side. And then, 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 and, and then who's going to come along after us doing that? Who's going, who's going to be who's going to, be, going to show the true way and the right way? That, hey, I'm telling you right now, a man ain't worth his salt to me, and, and that includes me. If I won't let this right here help me, and, but if I won't stand up for it when it hurts me, then I ain't worth having. When, if I won't stand on what's right, and stand on the pages of this book when it's disagreeable with most of the people that I'm around, then I ain't worth nothing. That's what I say. I'm going to stand up and do it whether, whether they like it or whether they don't like it. That's what I'm going to do. I mean, trust me, I'm at work all the time, and most of them do not like it. So I'm just going to tell you. And there's a hostile environment around there sometimes. I'm just going to be honest. They're supposed, they supposed to get threatened to be getting killed around on a regular basis. Crazy place. But anyhow, 
you read the Word of God, we see the Word of God, we have the Word of God, we take the Word of God, and what we have to do now is understand we're going to use the Word of God and move it forward for God. I didn't say we had to change again. We're moving forward. Stand on that straight and narrow way. We're going to move forward. We're going to live for God, continue like we're doing. We're going to continue doing the right things that we do here. We're going to continue doing that. We're going to continue loving one another. We're going to continue loving Jesus, and we're going to continue serving God, and we're going to continue coming in, worshiping in spirit and truth, and that's going to make the difference in these last days right there. That's what's going to make the difference to these people who have turned away to fables and stuff and are trying to teach and help people do these things that they do because they're all messed up. And when they get there, they realize they can't get no help from them because there's nothing in what they're saying. There's no power in there. There's no, there's no body in what they're saying. But all we have to do is get up, and I ain't, have to do, ain't got nothing to do with me or nothing to do with anybody else or none of these other preachers or Brother Tracer or nobody. But just show, hey, just call out on the name of Jesus. Amen. Show them what we stand on. The word. Yeah. Hey, the word. We stand on those things. They'll realize the power in that. They'll realize that that right there is going to be help. There's so much help right here, I can't even explain it to you. I don't think there's a man alive that can explain to you all the help that's inside those pages. So, hey, as we wind it down, somebody come and gets a song. I'm telling you. Let us continue on moving forward for God, doing the things we have been doing. This is the right way. And don't let nobody deceive you in thinking it's not. This is the right way. This is the way we come in and worship and in spirit and in truth. We worship that way because there, there, there's a process of worshiping in spirit and in truth, and then there's evidence on what happens when we do that. Let's continue on doing that. Let's continue on serving God to the fullest in these last days. Don't let the ways of the world and the things of the world push us to the side, push us one way or push us the other way, or come in and separate us. Let us love one another and seek God right here and do the things God would have us to do. Amen. Brother Tracy, I'm going to turn it over to you.